Hi, and welcome to Screens and Focus Podcast, where we share and connect as we spotlight our favorite shows and movies. I'm Brooke. I'm Diana. And this is episode 76. Today, we were going to be talking about The Walking Dead, season 10, episode 9, Squeeze. We will also discuss the movies Parasite, Bad Boys for Life, and Jojo Rabbit. But before we dive in, how are you doing, Diana? I'm doing great, Brooke. Awesome. Yeah. I've missed you. I missed you, too. Yeah. We're back from a few weeks break, and um, I'm just so excited. You know, we always have a great spread here. We, yes. we enjoy, you know, eating and, and cheers with our wine mm-hmm. and just getting back together and catching up. Yes. And so, um, and then after we've watched... The Walking Dead from being, you know, the mid-season premiere. Exactly. Oh my gosh, we have so much to talk about. I know. I'm so glad that it's back on. I'm just so happy. Yeah. It's like such a part of our life. Yes. That, um, it's just exciting to it know is. that our show is back finally. Yeah. Yay. And then after this will be, I think, the um, new show. Oh, the spinoff? Yes. Okay. And after that will be Fear the Walking Dead. Okay. It's like the dead universe. Here yes. we go. <laughs> awesome. So I'm excited. But anyways, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I had a really nice day. Um, just a regular day with the kids. You know, they're in school. I get to prepare for tonight and just kind of have a little me time Yeah. with you know, my little toddler running around mm-hmm. being cutie pie and my dogs. I love so. your earrings. Oh, thank you. They're very cute. Oh, thank you. I like your earrings. Thank you. They're also they were a cute. gift for, for Christmas. Aww. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Thank you. That's so nice. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So I just really loved the title of this episode. Uh-huh. Squeeze. Um, eventually we figured out why it's titled Squeeze. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the movie Parasite, like... It's multiple meaning. Yeah, I uh-huh. love it. So I'm just curious to know if you were trapped in a situation, either mentally or physically, how far would you go to get out of that situation? We saw a couple of our friends trapped in this episode. We did. Jerry was stuck in the little tunnel thing that they all were like warming their way through mm-hmm. and the whole group was trapped in the pit with all the horde of walkers and negan yeah was trapped with alpha exactly in the whispers yeah so he was um he's playing along pretty well yeah trapped because she kind of cornered him and mm-hmm. you know he basically had to have Sex. <laughs> Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that make me. Let's talk about. Okay. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah, Anyways. I would say that is a very, very hairy situation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> being in the apocalypse although it so. is alpha and she is bald so we're not sure <laughs> that's true <laughs> she have a mini shaver in her uh in her back skin pocket i don't know <laughs> how does she keep that shape yeah yeah so. well I anyways think, so, i think i would go yeah. as far as i could go 
if my life were dependent on it or my family or like friends, anybody, I would do what I would have to do to sacrifice, you know, and, and get us all out if we possibly could get out of it. Well, but that's the thing, right? You'd go as far as you could go. But what? how far is that? Because, you know, we've seen movies where people chop, not off their arms oh, or right. chop or off like things. Rick you know? Grimes, he, uh, Negan was going to have him cut Carl's arm off. Yeah. And he was going to do it. I know. So he went far. Yes. It's like, oh, my gosh. I don't know. And like, you know, you were talking earlier um, about Jerry being caught. Like, what if he got... I mean, he was caught, but he was able to, you know, pull some of his gear off and mm-hmm. that helped. But what if he was really stuck? What would you do? Oh, my gosh. I don't know what you would... I don't know. I kept thinking, what if he gets stuck? Are they going to chisel him out of there? What are they going to do? You know? I thought of that, too. Yeah. Like, is he going to have to, like... Yeah. Like, chip his way out or... Just, I don't know. I that was very, very difficult. Yeah, yeah. We were so scared, you know. And I've heard like people that have been um, overpowered by captors and how far they would go to be released. And um, you know, I know sometimes people have uh, played the play the role, kind of like what Negan is doing, right? Mm-hmm. Playing the role. Well, we don't know his real thoughts, but is he just playing along to survive? You know, and uh, just go along with it. I mean, just like thinking about Sherry when she was with him because she was forced to be, right? So she had to be his wife. She had to, in front of her husband, Dwight, be Negan's wife just to to survive. Mm -hmm. Eugene was there, too. Yeah, he was going to kill her. So she's like, oh, no, I'm just going to play along and be your wife and be your sex slave or be whatever it is I need to be Mm -hmm. to get out of this situation. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine being in those situations. So I don't really know what I would do. I would do what I had to do. Yeah. There's no way around it. I don't know if I could chew my hand off, though. I don't know if I could do that or chop off my hand see on the physical part i think i could you know maybe get past the other the other things maybe but uh i don't know if i could do that well if james franco can do it i can do it <laughs> oh gosh i think yeah i don't know i don't know I either freak out <laughs> i think i would keep thinking that something's gonna happen and I don't need to do that. And so then I'd probably die of starvation or dehydration or whatever, thinking, okay, if I just go last another day, somebody'll come Yeah. Rescue me. And then you would just like Wasn't it the is it the fog? Or not the fog, the mist at the end. Okay, if you see if you haven't seen this movie, I'm gonna give you the ending. But the mist is at the end where um, I think it's a Stephen King. Oh, okay. Thing. But anyways, at the very end, um, he they he gives up his life. I don't know if he gives it up for the other people or if he just gives up his life. And uh, and then a few minutes later, a group comes by to rescue the rest. Oh of them. my gosh! Yeah. See, and I'm afraid that would happen. So yeah. I'd be like, I'm gonna wait it out. I'm gonna wait it out. That's. I mean, hope like that would be like the best bet. I hope I know a horrific true story, and 
uh, it's pretty it's sad. It's tragic. But, I mean, this mother, she was running from, um, she, uh, she was in the, um, uh, the Underground Railroad. And she was fleeing with her three children. This is a true story. Mm-hmm. And um, they were onto her trail. And she had to run through snow and a frozen lake. Aww. And everything, yeah. and they got to the next destination, but sh- they were found. They were outside. Come out! And um, she thought that she should kill her kids because she would never want to go back to slavery. So she tried to end their life. Um, but she was able to kill one of her kids in the shed or the house that she was oh my in. God. And then they captured her, and she injured oh my another God. kid. But then when they were captured, um, she was able to um, kill another kid and herself before they went back into slavery. So one of her kids had to go back into slavery. And, like, a toddler was one of them. So she did what she thought was best. Mm. I feel like that's a really, really, really horrific um, feeling. But I think when you're... Like, she was a mother, like, you know, and she's protecting her cubs. That's just what she felt was necessary to do. I think as a mom, you know, you can kind of understand that, but it doesn't make sense, right? Cause right, yeah. So no. fearful. Like, right. it must have been a horrible, horrible time. Right. And and we don't really know. We're not in those positions. I mean, my initial thought is I, could, I don't think I could do it. Because, again, I'm always hopeful and optimistic that something you know, you'll survive or get out of it somehow. Aww, that that would be my feeling on it. Yeah. But I, that just, you know, it's easy to say when you're not in it. Yeah. So what if what she and her kids were experiencing was like so horribly, you know, you, things you can't even speak of. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, things maybe happening to her children that mm-hmm. was just like, I cannot have my children. Yeah. Yeah, face this, exactly. you know, but, um, oh, that's okay. Right. Let's get back to her. It's very hard question. Yes. Oh, we thought we were asking a, um, vague. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> question, but, uh, but really how far would you go? Yeah, that's true. That's it's, so true. So let yeah. us, yeah. So if you were trapped, how far would you go to survive? Yeah. So let us know what you think. You can leave us a comment on Twitter at in underscore screens or on our Screens and Focus Facebook page. You can follow us on our Instagram, subscribe to our website and YouTube channel. So, Brooke, what were your overall thoughts on this episode? Uh, Well, you know what? I was really just excited that our show is back. I keep saying that, but I really, truly am. And this episode was such a good introduction. Uh, It was such an adventure. And there were many moments where, like me and my family, we were thinking that someone is going to die. I couldn't believe that the situation that they were all in. And I kept thinking, how are they going to get out of this? Well, the surprises kept on coming and we were just along for the ride. Mm. The directing was spectacular. The writing was creative. I'm so proud to have The Walking Dead back on, and I can't wait to see what happens next. Yeah. What'd you think? I was completely thrilled with this episode. I loved it. I was scared, and I was panicked when it came to our group in the cave. It had very intense moments, and 
I was also very emotional when it came to Carol. I was shocked, surprised, and so amused when it came to Alpha and Negan. Mm-hmm. And I just cannot wait to talk about it all. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So with Alpha and the Whisperers, Alpha, Beta, and Gamma, you know, they were um, onto a spy in the group. Alpha had, you mm-hmm. know, presented this to them. And, um, you know, now they're going to have to think about what to do with that and how they're going to find the spy. And, you know, they've crossed the border. Our group has crossed the borders. And yeah. how did they know exactly where the herd was? Um, yeah. You know, so Daryl and the group, they found the herd. They were trapped. Um, many moments down there, we thought Jerry was going to go. Callie was going to go. You know, because Kelly had a bad ankle. I can't remember exactly how she hurt. Right. Oh, neither. she was out. She t- <clears throat> In the last season, she had hurt her ankle. I kind of remember now. But then Jerry, you know, being as big of a man as he is and just, he's not as agile, we didn't think. But right. he yeah. cleared it and he got up there, which was good. Um, and then, of course, Magma, or Magna, she encountered some of the whispers that got through. Right. So that was pretty scary. And it was so dark. It was really hard to see uh, what was going on in yeah. there. Um, but Alpha mentioned that there was a spy and they need to stay close to find out who it is. So then Gamma, you know, she kind of sat back quietly. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a little obvious. It like, was. <laughs> it was. I thought the same thing. <laughs> I'm like, you're not picking up on the look she's giving. She has that guilty look like it's me. It's me. Don't oh, look at me. Yeah. Don't look at me. <laughs> exactly um but she does what alpha you know told her to do and i just find it really hard to believe that she doesn't suspect her but we see later negan throws gamma under the bus and then beta wants to kill gamma Mm -hmm. if they find out that she is in fact the spy but alpha wanted to handle that herself yeah, I'm I'm wondering now what is going to happen to Gamma. Mm-hmm. I think she will definitely be killed if she returns unless they decide to use her, you know, yeah. pretend like they don't know it's her and, you know, use her for more information yeah. or, or maybe give her false information to give to the group. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I know. But this is when it's good when you're just like wondering what's going to happen, what's going to happen. Exactly. Week by week. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So I felt so bad for Carol. Really, really bad. Mm-hmm. I completely understood her grief. I, she says she can't stop thinking about it, referring to Alpha killing her son so maliciously. As tears stream down her face, she says, I don't want to kill her, but hurt her. I want Alpha to beg for forgiveness, and then I want to kill her. Mm-hmm. And I get that. The grief that Carol is reacting to, I understand that she can't let it go, but it is causing her to, I'm thinking, become unhinged, but she really isn't unhinged already. Mm -hmm. And Daryl is trying to help her. I mean, he's trying to reach out to her in every way he can. But unfortunately, Carol's decisions have put the group in harm's way. But I do want to say that no one had to follow her. I don't, I mean, I know she did not intend for people to follow her and they followed her of their own accord. 
And I'm like, come on, why didn't anyone say this is not a good idea or you two go after her and the rest of us will stay here or, hey, everybody get out of the cave and I will go get Carol. That was my thought. Yeah. Then it wouldn't have been the episode that we just I saw. Know, I know, I know, I know. Something else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the millions of ways that yeah. we could have gone about this. I know. Honestly... I'm really pissed off at Carol for sabotaging that cave. And Connie and Magna are now stuck in there. And we don't know if they're dead or alive. Yeah. Hoping that they're still alive. Me too. Yeah. Um, They don't, I don't think they have any supplies. And now Daryl is out risking his life to find another entryway to save them. Mm -hmm. And maybe this is what it will take for Carol to understand that she needs to stop. And maybe she really needs to face her demons and get well. Otherwise, she may be going down, you know, as this ticking time bomb. And she could lose trust and relationships with everyone. Yeah, I know. Which, this was really, really bad. I'm so upset with her. It'll be interesting to see where her head is at after this. And how this will affect her and Daryl's relationship. I mean, I know she didn't want any of her people hurt. She's just blinded by revenge. Yeah. She's so blinded. She is. And I'm just reminded that she's been here before. You know, she's gone up and down before. Mm-hmm. When her, you know, Sophia is killed and turns into a zombie. And and then with... Um, the two girls. The two girls, yeah. Ah, uh, I mean, she just goes up and down and up and down. It's just a roller coaster. It's like she can't get close to anyone. I know. That's what I was thinking. I'm, she's probably thinking, I can't. I can't get close to anyone because I'm just go out of my mind. Mm-hmm. Well, especially when it has to do with kids. You know, it's the kids that, that she's cared for. She keeps, you know, letting herself go there with kids. And it's just, and then something bad happens. Oh, my gosh. I don't know how she's going to get over this at all. I but. think this one's especially bad because, well, they're all bad. They're all bad. But what I... What I was wanted to say was that somebody maliciously killed Henry, right? It wasn't that a zombie got him or that, you know, something happened or is an accident or whatever. I mean, somebody planned to do it and did it just to, you know, show you who was in charge. Yeah. And I think that's why it's eating her so bad. Yeah. Yeah. I like know. that scream she yeah. gave when she first saw... Yeah. Alpha at the beginning of the episode, mm-hmm. uh, she gave that scream, and I thought to myself, "Oh my God, you're giving Alpha the satisfaction of knowing she got you," you know. Um, but she just couldn't help it. She just had all that rage, and she just had to let it out. Well, she knows. She she pulled a weapon yeah. out on her. Yeah, up at the the spikes <sighs> that day. But yeah. you, you know, thankfully, she does have Daryl in her life. And I see him really trying to help his friend Carol and her dealing with her pain. I I love their friendship and the compassion. I see him becoming a great leader. Mm -hmm. And he has really grown this season, in season 10. Yeah. Each time he talks to Carol about her depression, I think of Beth and his friendship that he had with her. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't want Carol to leave, kill herself, or get killed. And you know what? He's a hero in their friendship. He's just a hero friend, right? Like, yeah. he's really become a great, great friend. Um, and I think about how maybe, you know, he's done, maybe he's done all he could 
for her. But, but then, you know, he keeps trying. And it might be a burden for him that, he, you know, he might be getting tired of babysitting her. I yeah. don't know. I, yeah. It seems like a lot of work mm-hmm. to keep her, to keep his eye on her. But she she's really lucky to have someone on her side the way that he does love her. I, yeah, I completely agree. Mm-hmm. He has been her rock. Um, but that is what friends do, right? Mm-hmm. They are there for you through thick and thin. And I do feel bad. And, you know, how hard he's trying. I mean, he's trying really hard. Mm-hmm. And he just can't get through. And, you know, after the collapse of the mine shaft, he pointed his finger at her. And I could feel the power of it. Man, he just wanted to tell her it's because of you. They are trapped or dead, but he held his tongue. And I'm really glad he did. And again, it shows what a good guy and friend he is. Yeah. He really, truly is. And I hope that it does rattle her and, and bring her um bring her back. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just reflecting. So, I just oh, I know. Gosh. I know. It's it's something for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Gosh, though, she's really done it now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, let's talk about Alpha and Negan. Oh, do we have to? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This blew my mind. Mm. But I kept laughing afterwards. It was totally unexpected but intriguing. I kept wondering, oh my God, what is Beta going to think? Is he going to get jealous? What What's going to happen? You know, and I had a feeling Alpha had a thing for Negan. Uh, it's kind of hard to escape his charm, you know? Yeah. And it just, it makes me smile just thinking about it. I know a lot of people are like grossed out and it's like, ooh, whatever. But I am serious. I was like, Oh, I was just shaking my head with, with a big smile, like, oh, my God, you guys did it. It's so amazing that they pulled this off. And, you know, not sure if kissing her with that mask on smelled any good. You know, maybe it being dried out. It's okay. I don't know. It seems a little warped, you know. But, oh, my gosh. What did you think? Mm, so disgusting. <laughs> I was so grossed out. I can't even express how gross it just appeared. But I'm with you where it was like genius writing and directing and like the way that the camera like had zoomed out on their dirty bodies all Mm -hmm. in the nude and like, hey, Alpha, she's she's got a hot body. She's like got some junk (laughs) in that trunk with that nasty ass mask on her face. I know. And socks. And socks, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They were making fun of that on the talking dead. They're like, socks, why do they have their socks on? I'm like, okay, there's sticks out there. Okay, it's practical that they had their socks on. Okay, it is practical. And at some point, you you do leave your socks on, okay? (laughs) It's like kind of (laughs) normal, right? (laughs) I was just really disturbed. And like the filth, you know, what they were about to do just totally grossed me out. And I just, I don't, I just... I do believe that it was very necessary and creative that they did implement this into the episode uh-huh. because we were talking, you know, earlier on, you and I, and it's been a while since we've seen people have sex. Yeah. And uh, I would say that this is like the cherry on top or the yeah. The, yeah. the nail, 
the last nail in the coffin type yeah. thing. Like this, like I don't think they can top this. Well, they one. even show it. That's the thing. They didn't they even don't show have it. To. I know. <laughs> Disgusting. You just see two, you know, naked bodies uh pressed against yeah. each other, all filthy, with a crazy <laughs> mask on with nasty old hair on it. And like all kissing oh. her with like he was like <laughs> And just the way he was talking to her about the mask, he's like, are you going to leave it on? And then he was like, wait, hold on. Don't answer that or something. Yeah, yeah. That kind. I was just like, so you're right. Oh, yeah. She says, you don't want want to kiss or something in my yeah. natural skin or yeah. whatever she says. Even exactly. though it's not her natural skin, yes. it's a body of somebody else's dead body. So, uh, so crazy. I know. It just makes me, I don't know. I just found it highly amusing but you know like we said earlier when we were talking it's been a while since negan has had intimacy yeah with you know all his wives are gone so (laughs) he was like so excited i know he was like yeah (laughs) (laughs) well he was shocked for sure you know i mean i don't know if he was into it or not but either way he had to do it i mean because if he didn't she probably would have killed him and if not he has to, if he was, you know, acting to get out of the situation, he has to get her to believe in him and trust him. You know, and in the comics, Negan slashes her neck and decapitates her. So it was interesting that he says, hey, are you going to chop off my head after this? Oh, okay. So that was, you know, very interesting. Awesome. Okay, Brooke, what other things did you notice in this episode? Oh, well, I don't recall, or it's been a while since, you know, the last, um, or since the season, uh, mid-season finale. So Aaron, with his new, like, spiky hand, arm. Yeah. We got to see him use it, and it was quite effective. Yeah. I like that. I'm like, that's a really good tool, just, like, crushing heads with it. Uh Uh-huh. Awesome. Well, it's kind of reminds you of, like... Back in, like, Game of Thrones time, you know, yeah. with that. Yeah. But I was pretty... I was also really scared for Kelly when she was the first one out of the cave after the... Um, oh, the yes, when she, when she... And she goes, oh, the... What'd she call them? The... Um, not weirdos. What'd she call them? She didn't call them whispers? No, she called uh, them a name. Uh, she The freaks. Freaks. Yeah, she's all the freaks. The freaks are back or the freaks are out. Oh. Whatever it was. But she was actually really good. She yeah. Was like, I was like, dang, she's she's a good skills. fighter, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, I was like really, uh, that was really cool to see uh, her fighting with Aaron by her side eventually when he comes through. And yeah. I, I liked that scene. That was good. Um, how scary, though, to like just have these freaks coming at you all charging at you yeah. like you just see daylight after being in the dark for oh yeah you know it's like coming out of a movie right that's true yeah um but you know i i did like the directing in this episode there were cool special effects mm-hmm. and that close lens you know where it's like when they're crawling through and then the the camera's oh, yeah. like backing up when yes. they're getting closer i like that because it felt very immersive Mm-hmm. And then with the blood splatter on the screen, I thought that was like, ooh. So, you know, it's almost like you want to wear 3D glasses, <laughs> yeah. right? And watch yeah. the, um, go through all of that experience. But mm-hmm. I felt really bad, you know, because um, after the explosion, Kelly is really freaking out that her sister is trapped in there. And, um, you know, makes the decision for the group to leave before the whispers all come. I know. They have to leave them. You know, it sucks because 
I just saw Daryl go at the rubble, like clawing his way through, like, hey. Yeah. Um, But that wasn't going to, like, and then the camera zoomed out so you could see, like, how massive the boulders were, the destruction. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no way they're getting in through there. So then he just takes off um, and finds another way through. Or wants to find another way through, which I thought was really a smart thing to do to say, oh, you know, they got out of here another way. So there's another way in. Yeah. Yes, Daryl. You're good. Yeah, I wonder if they're going to find smart. it. Yeah. 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 So what else did you notice? Oh, my gosh. Jerry survived two close calls in this episode. I I kept thinking that at the mid-season uh, finale, I thought, oh, my God, Jerry's trapped. He's going to die. I know. I was so worried. And twice I thought he was a goner. One, when, when he was, you know, stuck in that, you know, tunnel, that shaft, trying to oh, get right. out, and mm-hmm. he's all, "I'm stuck," and mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, those walkers are coming from the side part of the wall, and they're like, "He's all, they're biting me, they're yeah. biting me." I'm like, "Oh my god, they're biting Jerry," but um, they were just biting his shoe. Thank God he had a big thick shoe. And then when it, you know, when he was, um, did it start to collapse? It started to collapse before the even dynamite happened, right? So it was collapsing, and he had to hold that big beam up. Yeah. Um, and everybody was trying to get out. And I thought, oh, my God, he's going to get buried. He's going to get buried. You know, he's screaming, holding on to that beam. Wasn't it because Carol dropped her dynamite? I can't remember what happened first. Was that the first? Did it did it go off first and then that happened? And then yeah, afterwards that, She dropped again? hers. And then that's why the beam was, like, coming down. So he's holding it. And then yeah. they come back. And they had to get out as soon as possible. And Carol, that's why Carol, you know, she... She was all disoriented and stuff when she did get through. I think something yeah. had fallen on her head because I think, she, I don't know. But, yeah, she had dropped her dynamite because she had almost fell, fallen into the horde. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, that was that was intense. I was really glad that Jerry <laughs> survived. Me you too. know, Because I, I did think he was a goner. I was like, oh, my yeah. gosh. And so, also, I you know... It was this episode, you guys, I just thought was so intense. So when they had, when they first were trapped and they were jumping from rock to rock in the dark with zombies looming underneath, I don't know if I could do that. Think about that. You have to like jump and there's, you know, it's way down there. Yeah. And you're, you're going to fall all that way. Yeah. And all these hands are everywhere. Yeah. Or uh, trying yeah. to eat you. Uh-huh. Help. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving great visual effects here. <laughs> Anyways, and, uh, you know, they have to jump from rock to rock in the dark. Yeah. It's like, what? Yeah. I'm like, oh, my. I thought for sure somebody was going to fall. Me too. I mean, really fall. I mean, yes, they kind of fell, but they were all, say, you know, were able to get out of that. Yeah. And then Carol's freaking out when they get to that mine shaft because she's claustrophobic, which we come to realize. And, uh... She's freaking out, freaking out. And I, and I felt attack. it was real. Yeah. Like, yeah, she was having a panic attack and she couldn't even move. Daryl's all, just grab my hand, just grab my hand. And she's all, I can't, I can't. Oh my yeah. gosh, it was so real. Yeah. You know, done so well. And then that was a throwback to um, when she was in the CDC. Because mm-hmm. somebody asked her, I think it was uh, the scientist guy, the doctor guy said, mm-hmm. Are you claustrophobic? And she says a little or something. 
Because they went down below so, ground? I think so. I don't remember the exact timing of it, okay. but I know he did ask. So oh, okay. they kind of saved that from the beginning, and then mm. they pulled it out and used it here. So I thought that was kind of cool. That's good. Yeah. Keeping notes of her yeah, traits. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I also felt that this episode showcased Connie's kindness when she helped Carol settle down and wrote, You are okay. Oh, I thought it was the sweetest thing. I know. She's just trying to calm her down. Yeah. And then she was the one, when everybody was getting out, she was the one that said, I have to go see if they're okay. And that's why Magna went after her, too. Because Connie's all, you know, I want to make sure Daryl and Carol see if they need my help. I need to make sure they're okay. And then um, Magna went after her. Did Magna say something like, they, you don't even really know her? Oh, I didn't hear that. Or I don't know. Like Maybe. It's, something is in my mind that she was kind of like don't know. a little spiteful that she was going after her. Something but that it was Daryl, too. You know, she Something that had happened where I was like, oh, Magna's kind of a... She's just kind of... Oh, maybe it was when she wrote in her hand. I don't know. Because she did... Magna did tell her something, which, okay, I know she was probably right, but I didn't like it because I don't like anybody telling my Carol's thing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, don't you tell Carol anything, Yeah, Magda. Yeah. But, you know, uh, I don't know. She has her own... Magna, issues. you didn't have to run in there. You didn't have to. Yeah. I don't know. But anyways, um, I just thought Connie, it just really showed her kindness. Yeah. And for her going back, it just shows she's a really good person. Yeah. <laughs> I really like her. And then what's going to happen to them? Are they going to survive, which we kind of talked about? I think they're going to. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I think they will. She was kind of fishing her way around um, looking for the airflow Magna was. Uh-huh. So maybe she'll be able to find another Right, way. that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. So yeah. So anyways, Brooke. Yeah. Why do you love this show? Ah. Oh, well, I think mean, I love this show because it's my show, but this episode was filmed in the dark and I just really thought that it was filmed really well for being such just in the dark. Yeah. Um there were so many surprises and there were jump scares. It was adventurous. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. And immersive. I could feel the realism, the excitement. I was mad. I was sad. And shows that bring emotion out in me excites me. Yes. And I feel a connection with the cinematic experience. Yes. Yeah. Why do you love the show? Uh this show has me on the edge of my seat. Uh th this cave was a new location. So that was fun. Yeah. When And we talked about when Jerry was stuck in the cave and those walkers chomping at his feet. I mean, I was really panicked. Me too. Really panicked. I probably screamed. I, I'm, I'm positive I did out loud. Mm. And then when Carol was talking about her grief and she was crying, I, I did cry along with her. Oh. She just brings this emotion in me. Uh, I just feel her. And she's so good at doing that. And um, and I love that I was completely surprised about Negan and Alpha and their hookup. And here we are, season 10. Yeah. And this show still has so much to offer. Mm -hmm. I want to say thank you to the writers, the directors, the actors, and the crew. You did good. Amazing. Yes. So, Brooke. Yeah. Who does your award go to? What was your favorite quote, 
character or moment in this episode? Oh, okay. Well, there were so many good people and experiences in this episode. And there were some good quotes. But my award is going to go to a person. And that person is Negan. Woo! I know. <laughs> yeah. You know, for working his way in the Whispers group, he's gaining respect. He's also bringing wit and insight to Alpha in order to gain her trust. I mean, he even walked in on her while she's in the bathroom. <laughs> I know. And then she pushed him in the big pile of poop mm-hmm. right after. Mm-hmm. And then they go and have sex right after that. <laughs> yeah. So like, hey, yes. he's yes. really, <laughs> he, deserves, he deserves an award for that, okay? <laughs> but I'm just really interested to see where his motives will end up going. And I wonder if he is doing this, you know, to use against them in uh-huh. the end. Uh-huh. But I think he did a phenomenal job just like getting close. I mean, he got to the ultimate closeness yeah. with the boss lady. Right. That was good. Yeah, so I, yeah. I thought so too. Yeah, who does your award go to? What is your favorite character quote or moment? I struggled with this one because I thought both Carol and Negan deserve this award. So I'm, you know, so glad that you gave yours to Negan. Oh, cool. Um, both of them are riveting, and you know, Negan always surprises me and makes me laugh. But I can't help but give this to Carol, while Negan makes me, you know, just. Ah, he amuses me so much. Mm-hmm. Carol makes me cry. Mm. And in previous seasons, I've been mad at Carol and haven't agreed with her and her decisions. But she has had to endure so much grief, losing her children and those in her care. And it must be so such a horrific thing to experience. And for her to share that with us on screen is deeply moving. Mm-hmm. I am... Still waiting for Melissa McBride to win an Emmy. Uh, the director of this episode, Michael Satrazimus, he was on The Talking Dead and he talked about what a great actress Melissa has been and how much she has given in all her performances over the years. And so I am so thrilled we get to experience all of this on The Walking Dead. I know. I know. She's She's definitely... A winner, for sure. She's, yeah. she's been able to carry this show. I mean... So much of yeah. it, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I love it. Good love job. Love the show. Woo. Yeah. Can't wait for next week. I know. So, Brooke, yeah. other than The Walking Dead, what else are you currently watching? Well, currently, um, it's February, so it's Black History oh, yes. Month, right? Uh-huh. And, and my favorite network, PBS, has a load of shows and documentaries and stories to share. Some are very, very heartbreaking. But I, you know, I appreciate those stories. I feel like that's a part of history. Right. Heartbreak and 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 happiness too but there is a lot of sadness in history it's so you know um and so i you know i see a lot of that in history in general or just you know life there's a lot of that but with the pbs documentary is it's so interesting to know things that i just never learned about in school right i never learned on my own and so thank goodness there is pbs right um so that they can open up um my mind and my eyes and uh-huh. help share that with others. Yeah. Um, so if you're not watching PBS right now, I mean, there's just so much to see. Um, last night there was um, 
documentary on Miles Davis. Oh, he was a jazz musician. Yes. Uh-huh. Amazing musician. I mean, he went through so many different um, generations that his music were, was able to adapt through the time. Even though he had his personal life struggles, when he would come back into music and share that music with, with the world, um, it was... Uh, it was... Uh, what's the word? Um, inspirational. Mm-hmm. And he he brought something new. And when he would play, it was just... I mean, I, I want to own his music now. Just yeah. See, listening to him. I know. As soon as you said Miles Davis, because I didn't know who he is, and I had contemplated um, buying a, because I have, you know, my my record player, and yeah. so I'm into buying vinyls, and I thought about buying one of his. I would. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's just amazing. I mean, like, I don't even know how people have that much air in their bodies to like <laughs> continue to just blow for oh my goodness minutes at a time uh-huh. or however long he goes for it's just crazy and he was definitely a ladies man that was for sure oh, okay yeah he loved the ladies uh-huh. um but he had stability you know music really was in his soul it was just part of who he is um or was and his legacy will continue on right um and then i watched another documentary um, if you haven't heard of this show on PBS, it's called Independent Lens. Okay. And it's just documentary. Like, I feel like they're just, you know, um, anyone can produce their own documentary, but the stories that come out of Independent Lens, like I've seen, you know, documentaries on homeless, um, you know, just any kind of crisis that goes on in our society. Um, this particular one was on um, lynching in the South. Oh, God. And it was like... You know, obviously, like, slavery, but then um, 1940s with the Ku Klux Klan, and then um, the millennial lynching. It still happens, just in a different way. Oh, my gosh. But it does happen, and it was terrible, these stories. But there's a theater director. um, So if you're looking, if you're interested in watching that particular episode... um, the show is Independent Lens, and the documentary was on a, a young man. He was 17 years old. His name was Lennon Lacey. So if you look up his name and then search Independent Lens, you'll find that episode on PBS. It was so good because there's this theater director. I don't have her name um, with me right now, but she does reenactments on oh, um, uh-huh. the stories that have happened in the South. So she goes to those southern states and towns and does the lynching reenactments um, that is part of that town's um, history. Yeah. And oh, gosh. when I was like, you know, I, I watch TV and I kind of multitask a little bit mm-hmm. and I'm like over there stretching. I do my yoga and stuff at night and then I hear what's happening and I'm like, wait, what is this? It was so realistic. I did not know that this was acting for a minute because oh, I like turned away for a little yeah. bit went back and I'm like yeah. wait so they did an amazing job mm-hmm. and she was saying that it's really hard to find um, white people to be the Ku Klux Klan actors because it's such a like really touchy subject right, and exactly, it's like extremely yeah. um, hateful right yeah. acting yeah it's really hard to find people in those towns to do those parts right so they yeah. have to outsource their uh-huh. actors right yeah um 
that got me in my heart, you know, and just as a mom and just a human. Right. You know, it was just like really, really incredible story. So I recommend it just because I'm surprised Mm -hmm. by what. Right. And it's not that like um, I'm completely uh, angry or it's like a different emotion. Like it's history. So I, I, I can appreciate it. even though it was a hate crime and the thing that had happened in the 40s. It just makes me want to know how they can rationalize that that is something that they should have done to humans. I know. Yeah. Because there's like um, fo- there's evidence. There's fo- photographic evidence of the stuff that they did as if it's a prize. And I don't get that. So it makes me want to learn. <laughs> About right. why yeah, I get they that. felt like I get that was that. Uh-huh. acceptable behavior. Uh-huh. Right. So um, not only is it sad, it just makes me curious mm-hmm. to know the other side of the fence. Yeah. You know, but um, so that's happening on PBS. And then I and I watched um, Jojo Rabbit <laughs> last week. My yeah. kids were on winter break. So one morning I just rented the movie with the kids didn't know exactly what it was about, but I just knew a year ago I wanted to see it. Mm-hmm. And I finally got to see it last week. And I watched it three times. I watched it with the kids. Oh, my god! I watched it with Gabe. And then I watched it again with Gabriel. Wow. Yeah. It was so cute. It was so good. So it's about a little boy who is growing up in Nazi wartime. Mm-hmm. And his imaginary friend is Adolf Hitler. So when I share that with people, because that's all I really give to people when they ask me about it, their reaction is like, <gasps> you know, when I say that he has... I know, it friend. does. It sounds very shocking. Like, that does not sound like a cute movie, okay? Yeah, but it really, really... Like, the first trailer that I had seen a year ago, I'm like, <gasps> I want to see that. It just looked, like, magical or something. Like, very intriguing. And then his mom... Uh, is played yeah. by Scarlett Johansson, uh-huh. one of my favorite actresses, and um, she and an def- Oscar nominated, nominated performance. performance. Uh-huh. Yes, she did an amazing job. I mean, she like in a Marriage Story, like I would want her to be my mom, or like <laughs> I want to be a mom like her. Like yeah. she was just she did such a real like a wonderful job. Her character was amazing, and the relationship that they had, and her son. Um, Jo Jojo, um, Johan, they, um, he found out something about his mom. So there's a secret that she had withheld from him and he finds out and then he never lets her know that he found out about that secret. Mm. It's really interesting, uh-huh. um, what the secret is and how they're able to like dodge each other. Oh, okay. Well, what did the rest of your family think about it? The kids loved it. Uh huh. They loved it. It, it was comical. Okay. There's Sam Rockwell, um, like Rebel Wilson. Rebel oh, Wilson. Yeah. Anything yeah. with Rebel Wilson, like it's gonna yeah. be silly. Right. So yeah. she was so cute. I loved her in that movie. Um, and Gabe really liked the movie too. He he questioned her as a mom, but I understood why she did. You know, like there's people yeah. out there who right. are activists that like, they fight for rights. Right. Like somebody has to make change. Right. And um, she was one of those people. Mm-hmm. Um, Gabriel, at first, he was like, uh, f- how like friends with Hitler, like that doesn't. But then I was like, well, think about a little kid, 
And if that's your positive role model, because that's the way that the world was or their country, then it makes sense. Right. Like we have actual heroes that we can look up to, like Avengers, for example, like our kids can like, I want to be Captain America. Well, these kids wanted to be Hitler's army. Right. That's just how they grew up. So it makes perfect sense to me. Mm. And I recommend it highly. Oh, I don't have to watch that. What else have you been watching? I have been watching so much that I can't even list everything here or tell you everything. I just decided to put a few highlights. So on TV... I'm watching Survivor 40, Winners at War. Okay, so this has actually been the... um uh, A really exciting one in a long time because it has taken uh, the win... Only the winners of previous um, Survivor and put them on an island. So I, you know all these people if you've watched Survivor all this time. So you have your favorites and you, you know, you don't want certain ones voted off and you see how good people play. It's just been really fun. It's only, this is, um, it's in the third week. So um, it's been really good. So anybody who loves Survivor is probably watching this and is having the time of their life because it's really fun. <laughs> cool. And um, I'm also watching Outsiders on HBO uh, Stephen King novel. It begins as an investigation of a murdered boy and soon turns to be supernatural. Mm. And uh, Ben Mendelsohn plays the seasoned cop. And Cynthia Erivo, who was nominated for Harriet, plays an unorthodox investigator who uncovers a sinister entity. It's funny because I didn't realize it was her. Until I saw her name at the end of the show and I popped up on my seat. I'm like, oh, that's Cynthia. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know that she was on here because I knew she had been nominated for Harriet. And I'd been already watching, you know, outside because it's a weekly show on HBO. And so I'm like, oh, my God, that's her. And I love her role in this. She's so good. Cool. So it's, you know, it's it's a very uh, Stephen King type episode. So oh. I, I'm really enjoying it right now. And then Sinners is season three. It's on the USA Network. Um, But I also think that the past uh, seasons are on uh, Netflix. But this is Bill Pullman, plays Detective Harry uh, Ambrose. And I will say, he's in every uh, season. Yeah. But the crimes change every season for those who aren't watching it. So um, this is the third season, and so he's on to a new crime. I love him. I really love him as an actor. He does a good job. Yeah, and so he investigates the crime, and Matt Bomber centers around this particular crime. Okay. So um, that's been really good. It just started a few weeks ago. Okay. And then for movies, I am so excited to say that I saw Parasite, and I saw it not before our Oscar podcast, but I did see it before the actual Oscar show and I was so happy I saw it because if I hadn't I would probably would have been bummed watching the Oscars I'm like why is it winning everything and I haven't even seen it so I did watch it and I I really really enjoyed it a lot it mm-hmm. it was so good it was so creative mm-hmm. um and I um love the director how all his acceptance speeches in the Oscars were yeah. just so I mean he just really played, paid tribute to um Martin Scorsese yeah. and Quentin Tarantino and 
and um, drinking all night. I all know. The morning. I know. He's <laughs> funny. He's so funny. And um, yeah, I mean, I was really thinking 1917 was going to win. And I still love that movie and still think people should watch it. But um, I can see why Parasite won. Yeah, and there were so, so many different entities in within it. And yeah. we ended up watching 1917. I don't know if I shared you, that with you. You did share it with oh, me. Okay. Yes. Well, yeah. we haven't talked about it too much. Yeah. But yeah. So um, anyways, just everybody go watch all the Oscar nominated shows because or movies because we happen to love them all. Yeah, they're really good this year. So yeah. take your time watching them because then you might run out of things to watch. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then I also went to the movie theaters and I saw Bad Boys for Life, uh, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. And I always gravitate to Will Smith movies. But I have to say, I thought Martin Lawrence was very funny and it was a very entertaining movie it was a good storyline lawrence's character who plays marcus wants to retire and does so since he is a grandpa now and wants to enjoy life but smith's character mike isn't ready to retire and without giving too much away marcus reluctantly decides to return and team up with mike to get the bad guys oh okay so it's it's i really enjoy this movie and watch it if you can Cool. It's fun. Um, on uh, DVD, because we do still watch DVDs, uh, we watch Zombieland Double Tap. We rented it. Oh, my God. This yeah. was so funny. Yeah. We just saw it. And, um, I, you know, it's really good to see Woody Harrelson and Emma Stone and Jesse Eisenberg and Abigail Breslin reprising their roles. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it shows them 10 years later, you know, trying to survive. And it's hilarious. I, th- I thought it was just a really fun thing to watch. Yeah, so, it was cute. Yeah, it was really cute. And showing them turn into zombies was so I funny. Know. Rosario Dawson was in it. And yes. Bill Murray had an yes. um, a cameo. A encore. Yeah. yeah, that was very good. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so, you know, watch it if you can and you like funny zombie movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I also saw Hustlers with Jennifer Lopez as Ramona and Constance Wu as Destiny. And, of course, Cardi B and Lizzo was in this. Have you seen this movie yet? Not yet. Oh, my God. Jennifer Lopez. Okay. You know, they say she was snubbed and she should have gotten an Oscar nomination. And she was really good. Really mm. good portrayal. But, man, her body and on that pole holy crap she is she's like my she's up there she's everyone everybody i know it's like oh my god we all want to be her well we saw her on the pole at the super bowl yes yes i saw it yes yeah oh my god yeah there too she was just you know well also shakira she was oh they were both just so great yeah and um but Hustlers got good reviews, so it, it's a good movie. Okay. Um, and I also saw, and I had to bring this up, and I maybe a lot of people haven't seen this, but it's called Black and Blue. And this stars uh, Naomi Harris. Um, she's an African-American female rookie cop who inadvertently captures the murder of a drug dealer by law enforcement on her body cam. Oh. So she has to run and survive on the streets after being shot. You know, because the, the the cops shoot her oh because gosh. she just saw them kill this, you know, um, drug dealer. And um, I'm quoting this from Variety because I liked what ex- it explained it kind of in a nutshell. It says, Alicia is forced to run a gauntlet of corrupt cops, criminals out for vengeance and citizens who are sick and tired of police harassment. 
Oh, so you can you imagine this woman trying to survive all of that on the streets and like nobody wants to help her? It, I I love this actress. She was just so good in it, and I I just I just thought it was a good movie. Where do we watch it? So Netflix okay. or I I rented the movie. Okay, so it's so, for rent. Yeah, okay. I had seen the trailers of this at the movie theaters, and I knew I, I had it in the back of my head. I'm like, I want to watch this. Oh, okay, cool. So I'll rent it. Um, but I thought it was really good. Cool. So, I just, I, I've been seeing some really good movies and some really good shows. And so everybody just get out there and relax and get your popcorn or whatever you want to yeah. do and go watch some. Well, thank you for your recommendations. Thank they all you. sound so great. Thank you for yours, too. Thank you. And that's our show. Thanks for tuning in. We are grateful that you tuned in. And we hope something we said today resonated with you and gave you a chuckle, some happiness, some positivity or inspiration. Please subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend. We would really, really, really love more members of our TV club. Yeah. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. We could use your feedback. Yes, we really need you to do that. That would be really great. Um, we'll be uploading new episodes Tuesday, March 17th. The next show will be on The Walking Dead, Season 10, Episode 10 and 11. You can find our website listed in our show notes. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.